Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a weekly program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding National Liberal Arts College. And we try to get that done in about 18 minutes and 53 seconds. In this 30th edition of the 1853 podcast of Mama's 2018-19 school year, we'll visit with a couple of the outstanding graduates of Mama's class of 2019, and we'll also visit with three of the individuals who were honored at this year's Highlander Leadership Awards, which were held earlier this week. Before we get into this week's program, a reminder of several events coming up on campus as the spring semester comes to a close here at Monmouth College. A reminder that Monmouth's 162nd commencement ceremony will be held on Sunday, May 12th, and the ceremony gets underway at high noon right in front of Wallace Hall. There's more information about commencement weekend 2019 on the Monmouth College website. Just point your browser to monmouthcollege.edu slash commencement. But before we have commencement, there will be an octet of musical events on campus, four concerts and four senior concerts. All eight events will be held in the Cash Performance Hall of the Dahl Chapel and Auditorium, and they are all free and open to the public. Four ensembles will be featured in the first of the events, a springtime of music that will be performed at 7.30 in the evening on April 26th. Also on tap is a concert by the Monmouth Winds. That will be at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on April 28. And there will be a performance by the Monmouth College Pipe Band as part of the Highland Arts Concert. That will be at 7 in the evening on April 29. And rounding out the ensemble performances will be a jazz band concert. That will be given at 7.30 in the evening on April 30. The senior recitals that will be given on April 27 and April 28, two on each day. To read more about those musical events, check out the news section of the Monmouth College website. And that address is monmouthcollege.edu news. One day before the nation celebrates Law Day on May 1, the Monmouth College community will observe it on campus on April 30 with a pair of events. Vikram Amar, who's the dean of the University of Illinois College of Law, will speak at 11 in the morning. He will speak in room 272 of the College's Center for Science and Business. The title of his talk is Updating the Constitution Through State Innovation, Reforming the Way We Elect Federal Officials. And from 2 to 4 in the afternoon on April 30, the college will host Law and Lemonade in the Mellinger Commons in the Center for Science and Business. The purpose of that drop-in form is for students, faculty, staff, and visitors to campus to discuss law-related issues such as free speech on college campuses. And speaking of law, the next 1853 podcast will feature Monmouth graduate Dan Cotter. Dan, who's a 1988 alumnus of the college, is the author of a newly published book about the Chief Justices of the United States Supreme Court. It's called The Chief Justices, Our Nation's History Through the Center Seat on the Supreme Court. Dan was on campus on April 26 to meet with students about his fascinating new book. Hello, 
Emily Gutherson and Kate Salsi will be two of the seniors who will receive their degrees this May 12 from Monmouth. They will both receive degrees in biochemistry, and this fall they will be students at the University of Illinois College of Medicine in Rockford, Illinois. Allie's from Kewanee, Illinois, and she's also a Spanish minor. She says that going to medical school has been one of her longtime career goals. Um, yeah, I have always kind of chosen this path since high school, um, so I came here with that in mind, and I knew that this would be a good place to get a good education in the sciences, which is necessary for medical school, um, but also be involved in the campus and involved in the community, which is what I did when I was in high school, and I wanted to continue that. So from day one, I guess I just sought out the resources to help me find the right path and take the right classes and get myself to the position that I'm in now. So, Allie says one of the biggest things she's discovered at Monmouth is the quality of the college's chemistry department. Um, I guess I didn't come in having that much of a knowledge about the actual chem department. Um, I didn't know the faculty actually came in wanting to be a biology major and then someone told me if you want to go to medical school you should really be biochemistry. Um, so I switched and then got to know the faculty and I was just surprised at how, how involved you can be just within our department. So being a TA, being a tutor, doing research, um, all of those kinds of things that we got to do that I didn't come in expecting to do. I thought I, my relationship with the department would be going to class and that's all, but there's so much more just within that small section of this college that gave me a really rewarding experience. Two of the chem faculty were advisors for other organizations that we're in, so we had those connections. You have every every member of the chemistry faculty in some class, many of them in multiple classes. Um, one is my research advisor, and one's my academic advisor, so you spend a lot of time really getting to know them, and then they get to know you, and they can write you good letters of recommendation that are personal and they see you out and about and say hi, so it just feels good to have that kind of support. Kate is from Bloomington, Illinois, and she's minoring in global public health. Not unlike Allie, Kate has planned to attend medical school for a long time as well. She says the amount of research that students get to do at Monmouth made a significant difference when it came time to apply for medical school. So I think as far as coursework, I wasn't really surprised. Um, I expected all the classes you know I was going to be taking, but I think the, the emphasis on research really surprised me. I didn't realize how important research was in our discipline because everyone, you know, has the anyone who has the dreams of going into medical school realizes that you're gonna all take the same classes and you all have to take the MCAT. But Research, I think, is what, in you know, for me, I think it may have set me apart a little bit because in both of my interviews, um, they asked me about my research. My research is medically relevant. I work with insulin, which is obviously something that's very important in the human body. And I could kind of tell that story of seeing the science side of research, but also the medical implications that research has. And as Kate points out, Mama's students can get involved with research during their freshman year at the college. Actually, I was a freshman and I was like, wow, they talk about these summer research programs that they have. Like, is this something I want to, you know, apply for, you know, have interest in? And I didn't really know what professor I wanted to work with, but I actually just walked around upstairs and looked at all the posters hanging on the walls of different professors' research projects. And I saw one that said something about insulin. And I was like, I, I looked up and I saw Dr. Audra Sestor's his name on that poster. And I went into her office, scared little freshman Kate and I said tell me about your project and that's kind of where my my connections with Audra started and working in her research group. I kind of came into college thinking professors were going to be these mean scary people who wanted me to fail for some reason and that's been the complete opposite of my experience here. Allie has been involved with organic chemistry research while studying at Monmouth. 
after research, so we're working on finding a new way to synthesize um, these compounds that are found in nature but aren't um, synthesized in the lab very easily. And so we're working on finding a new way to synthesize those compounds because they have medicinal properties, um, antibiotic properties, and things like that. So I do a lot of mixing things in beakers and watching them bubble. Um, but it's been interesting to kind of see that side of, of chemistry, like Kate said, and it helped me realize that I don't really want to work in a lab and I would rather work with people. Um, so that was a good experience too. And Mama's students don't just have opportunities to be involved with research at the college. As Allie points out, opportunities for genuine involvement also bolstered her resume for medical school. I think one of the things like doing research that set us apart in our applications and in our interviews was that we could talk about campus organizations that we were actually involved in and we weren't just one of 100 members we were presidents we were secretaries and things like that um, and then also being athletes help being an athlete helped me to get involved um, in the community as well so I've coached volleyball at the YMCA here for four years um, for kindergarten through sixth graders and then I coached the summer um, camps here through the volleyball program so things like that you get to work in the community you do things that are outside of your major, you're helping people, all of those things that make you well-rounded and give you the interpersonal skills that you don't always get just sitting in a classroom. Or Kate says that attending the liberal arts college also made her and Allie a strong candidates for medical school. So I think going to a liberal arts college has really made us unique applicants and, you know, students and to be in medical school because we, we learn the material. We sit in class, we t- take so many labs you know we learn how to be students but a liberal arts college really taught us how to be people too I think we learned how I mean whether it was through the integrated studies series or whether it was because of the campus involvement that we could have we learned how to interact with people how to you know understand the different perspectives and the different cultures and backgrounds that people have I mean we we really learned a lot more than just you know biochemistry we we learned how to go into the real world and be be good humans. Allie recalls a course she took as a sophomore, which helped her appreciate the advantages of having a liberal arts education. In my sophomore level INTG class, I took a food course with Megan Hendrickson, and because I took that class, I applied to go on a trip with her to Ecuador, and I went on the trip. Then because I went on that trip, I ended up taking two more classes, so I've taken four anthropology classes. that have been some of my favorite classes here because I love the reading, I love the writing, and I like learning because most of them are medically focused, learning about the social aspects of medicine and the why I'm going to be doing what I'm doing because for me it's less about the science and the anatomy. That's not as interesting to me. It's just a stepping stone, but the things that I love learning are how I'm going to actually help people with medicine and improving the human condition on all of those things. So without being, I will say, forced to take that liberal arts class, I wouldn't have had this um, relationship with that professor who ended up writing me a letter for med school and being a really good mentor for me. Um, So because of the liberal arts curriculum, I had that experience and that was one of the most valuable things that I got here. So Kate says that Mama's students also learn how to manage involvement with co-curricular activities, which is great preparation as well for medical school. I think a small, the small campus community that Monmouth provides gives us the opportunity to perhaps sometimes over-involve ourselves. And I think that learning when to, you know, to say no or to have to step back, but while also being able to be involved in the number of organizations that we are in. And kind of what, when Allie was talking, I, she mentioned, you know, getting to be the president or the secretary or something in, in organizations. And I think those are times where you also get to 
like develop relationships with faculty advisors. So that's another time that not only do we get to know our professors well, but you know, if you're the advisor of, you know, said organization is a professor in a different department, you may have never interacted with them for any other reason, but here's another person you can reach out to, another person with a different perspective on your life and your educational journey that who you know, might be able to write you a letter of recommendation. And because Monmouth is a member of the NCAA Division Three, Kate and Allie also got to participate in athletics while they were students. One of our big, obviously, parts of our involvement here on campus was being an athlete. And I think the, the skills and the experiences and the life lessons that we learn from our respective sports, I mean, that, that is something that I'm going to take with me for the rest of my life. And also, I think it's something that we both could speak to in interviews um, because, you know, everybody comes to college and takes classes and studies, right? That's, that's not special necessarily, but it it takes a, a certain person to want to also be working out every day or, you know, competing or traveling and, you know, doing all those, those types of things. So, and the, the connections you make with your teammates, I mean, those are, those are personal bonds that make it hard to leave this place. I mean, I'm, I'm bittersweet. Graduation is kind of scary because, you know, I've, I've made so many lifelong friends here and you got to get ready to walk away from them for a little bit. That's Kate Salsi and Ali Gusterson. They are two biochemistry majors who are headed to medical school at the University of Illinois this fall. You can read more about Kate and Allie in the news section of the Monmouth College website where there is a feature story about them. Just point your browser to monmouthcollege.edu slash news and check out the news in March. Before we head to this week's other segment, a reminder of the many ways in which you can follow Monmouth College in the social media spectrum. The college's main Facebook page is facebook.com slash Monmouth College. The college's main Twitter account is at Monmouth. And you can follow all of Monmouth College athletics on Twitter at MC Fighting Scots. The college is on Instagram at Monmouth College. And if you're on Snapchat, be sure to follow Monmouth on Snapchat at This Is Monmouth. To get ready for the 2019 commencement weekend, and again, commencement will be on May 12 this year, Check out Monmouth College's recommendations on Spotify. On Wednesday night, more than a dozen members of the Monmouth College community were honored for their leadership during the 2018-19 school year at the annual Highlander Leadership Awards. Three of the top honors were the Difference Maker Award, the White and Crimson Leadership Award, and the Student Leader of the Year. Maggie Bruckner is a public relations junior from Aurora, Illinois. She's been the student body president this year, and she was recently reelected to a second term for her senior year. She received the Student Leader of the Year Award. For Maggie, being a leader is all about creating a welcoming and inclusive atmosphere for all individuals on campus. And what this award means to me is the fact that I don't do any of the work that I do for recognition or for people to know who I am, but it's more so the fact that people can see that there's changes that we all want to see, but we can be a part of that change. And we can bring people up that, you know, might not be able to do it by themselves and might not have that belief in themselves. And so my role here on campus as a friend, as a mentor, as a leader, has always been from when I was being mentored is that telling somebody like, you might have gone through this, you might have this type of experience but that shouldn't matter and that you as a person matters and your story matters and you can use that as fire as fuel 
to be able to start change and to be able to be a leader and let people see and inspire others to, you know, feel like, well, well, I went through this. Well, can I do this? Yeah, you can. And so my work has always been giving those opportunities to people, giving those opportunities where people thought that I don't think I can do it because I have this. Like, no, you can. And I'll be here to help you. I'm not going to just let you fall or whatever. And so um, that's what this this uh, award really means to me. It means a lot. Larry Haynes is a senior from Chicago who's a religious studies major with a minor in sociology. He received the White and Crimson Leadership Award, and he hopes his success will motivate other students to serve at Monmouth College. Being recognized for the hard work that you put in to make others feel loved uh, and to make others feel present, uh, that's a great feeling. Um, Honestly, I really wasn't expecting this award. I didn't even know I was on the nomination, <laughs> up for nomination. But uh, honestly, what it means to me is that if I can do it, somebody else can too. Uh, coming in as a freshman who didn't want to go to college, who didn't know the first thing about college, uh, as a graduating senior, um, if I can do it, you can do it too. And I just try to inspire that uh, through others, and that has been my goal uh through working with uh, Residence Life, uh, be, by being the co-vice president of Emoja, um, and so many different working with PIT, RAISAs, different other groups, just letting them know, hey, if we come together, we can all do this thing and get through it and graduate. Larry says he became motivated to serve others because of a student he met during his freshman year at the college. Back to my freshman year, my HR, his name was Joshua Washington, and he told me that I would make a good HR myself um, and so at that time, I really didn't take it as a big thing. Um, I applied to be an RA. So honestly, the spark did not come uh, from my own will or my own power. Uh, it was just because there was somebody else that seen something in me. And, uh, and so that's what I try to do now is to uh, see the spark or, or light a spark in somebody else. Um, because it matters not whether your light shines dark or dim. If we all come together, we can shine together. So. Max Sizer, who is Mama's Assistant Director of Fraternity and Sorority Life, received the Difference Maker Award for his work with the college's Greek community. Max says the award came as a surprise. I really don't know what to say. Uh, I don't really know if I deserve the award. I think there are, you know, the people that were nominated with me do such great work for this entire campus community and so I'm, I'm just a bit shocked that that I won and I'm, I'm very grateful for those that spoke on my behalf and and just everyone that I work with and the, from faculty staff and students it's just an amazing community to be a part of and a place that you know I work I came here as an undergrad and I was able to grow as, as a student and I've been able to grow as a professional now and Mom, that just has a really big place in my heart and just means so much to me. And Max says that his motivation at Monmouth can be explained in one word. Really, it's the students. You know, I care so much about the fraternity and story life community, the student organizations, and, and really just plain simple, the students. Any student that I can make their experience better or help them succeed and, and give them that, that motivation to know that someone cares about them, um, that that's the biggest thing for me is to know that students are, are cared for and that there's someone thinking about them um, and if they need someone to talk to or or I can help in any way I, I'm willing to do that and that's really what motivates me it's not about it's, it's not about winning awards it's about helping students graduate and making sure that they're um, in a good place.
That's Max Sizer, Larry Haynes, and Maggie Bruckner. They were three of the individuals honored for their leadership during this 2018-19 school year at the Highlander Leadership Awards. You can read more about this year's ceremony on the Monmouth College website, monmouthcollege.edu. And you can check out pictures from the ceremony on the college's Flickr page. And that's flickr.com slash College. And that's going to be a 30 for this 30th edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast of the 2018-19 school year. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody, and have a nice day. Thank you.